All right, here we go. Ask me anything. Let's go, Matthew. Uh, first question here is, what do you like most about Canada? Um, the snow. I love the snow. <laughs> no, uh, I don't love the snow. Uh, listen, I listen. Montreal is an awesome place to live. I I love the city. Um, you know, it happens to be in Canada. My favorite cities in Canada: Vancouver, well, Montreal, then Vancouver. But um, yeah, it's just it's not a whole lot different than um, being back home, honestly. Um, when it comes to, uh, you know, us enjoying our freedoms like we do in, uh, the U S and in Canada, but, um, yeah, it, it just a, a great place to live. Um, uh, fresh air out here in, uh, in Terrace Vaudreuil where I live, uh, beautiful, um, you know, being close to Montreal, being able to go downtown, the, the restaurants, uh, everything about it, um. Yeah, I just, I enjoy living here. I, you know, Canada's, um, it's a, a great place to live. And when you lived, did you live in, like, when you played in New York, did you live in New York? And when you played in Boston, did you live in Boston? And yeah, well, that? Yeah, I didn't, I didn't live downtown. Uh, okay. Yeah, Boston, uh, you know, I lived outside. Um, same with New York, we lived outside of the city. Um, so, yeah, it, uh, yeah. Next question is, Chris, do you do any freshwater fishing? Quebec has some awesome native trout. Yeah, I do. Uh, I, I bass fish and walleye a bit here, and then uh, musky fishing uh, in the fall. But, yeah, I do quite a bit uh, uh, here in the summer and in the fall. I, I love to. I, I don't do any ice fishing. A lot of people ice fish. Um, that's kind of a drinking game. <laughs> And where I don't drink, I don't care. Plus, even if I if I drank, I wouldn't want to ice fish. You, you go out in a little hut, dig a you know, cut a hole in the ice, freeze your ass off, unless you got a pot belly stove. Most of them do, but yeah, um, I love to fish when the weather's nice, not so much when it's shitty. So this one is: Did you end up hating the Habs when you played with the Bruins? Who was your biggest rival when playing against the Habs? Um. Playing against the Habs, uh, biggest yeah. rival. Played when I was playing with the Habs. Who was my biggest no, when, rival? No, when you was played a, when you played with the Bruins and against with the, the Bruins, Habs, like maybe I think they mean well, like a player. When I played with the Bruins, the Habs certainly were the biggest. You know, mm-hmm. uh, Hartford was a pretty big one because it was New England. There was a little bit of a rivalry there, but I didn't hate the Habs when I played against them. <clears throat> I mean, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't like them, and I wanted to beat them, but I didn't hate them, uh, that's for sure, you know. Uh, but I played hard for uh, the Bruins when I when I was there, the short time I was there. But, uh, yeah, I never hated the Habs. Oh, well, I shouldn't say that. Before I became one, I hated them. So the next one is, are you more of a Team USA or a Team Canada fan? And any interesting stories with players or coaches who you knew who played for either teams? And have you ever wanted to visit Australia? Um, oh, I'd love to visit Australia someday, but um, yeah, it's a long way. Uh, I have no reason to go there. I mean, I would love to see it someday, but I don't like I would hop on a plane and go all that way. You know, I go not quite halfway to Hawaii, and that's far enough for me right now. But I, I'd love to maybe one day go there. Um, 
And uh, the other part of that question, Matthew, was... Um, Are you more of a Team I, USA or a Team Canada oh, fan? Oh, USA. Yeah, not Team Canada. I honestly... Come on. I'm, a, I'm an American. I pull for the Americans whenever they play Canada. When... Um, when uh, the USA, if they get bounced out, I certainly like to see Canada win then. Uh, I like to see them do well then, but that's the only time. And they also said, do you have any like, interesting stories with players or coaches who you knew who played for either Team Canada or Team USA? Uh, no, I, I mean, you know, I guess one story I can think of was uh, uh, when I was trying out for Team USA, uh, Bob Johnson at the time was the coach. And, uh, you know, they were looking at, making cuts and they end up cutting Brett Hull and kept me and Brett Hull didn't like that. You know, he said, can you imagine that? And I end up going on and, and scoring two goals in the uh, tournament, which was cool. Uh, so I did more than just play tough. I chipped in offensively too, but um, yeah, that, that was kind of funny because Hull actually, I think it was quoted later say, can you imagine they cut me in? They kept nylon, but you know what? They fucking cut him. You know, he was out of shape. He was fat and out of shape. That's why he got cut. <laughs> so he probably didn't deserve to be there. I know one episode that we have that talks kind of about Team USA and like the uh, World Hockey Classic a little bit is the one with Brian Galvin. He kind of explains some stories and like what they do over there at uh, USA Hockey. Uh, <clears throat> so this one's about the Canadians and their offseason plans. Do you have any dirt on Cole, Caulfield, Cole Caulfield's possible contract extension? No, I'm not one of those guys who, who do scoops and dirt and all that stuff. All I know is that they're going to sign this guy. They'll get him signed. Um, you know, certainly uh, with the way the salary cap was structured here uh, when uh, Bergevin left, some of the contracts he signed were horrendous for this team moving forward. They're going to find a way to get Caulfield signed. Um, you know, I know you look at the Bruins, where they are and the team, the season they had and everything. But, you know, some guys have taken discounts um, like Bergeron and Marshawn to, um, you know, hopefully sign some more guys. A guy like Pasternak, uh, who took, uh, who certainly got a big payday. But, um, you know, they're going to pay him. Uh, and it, that contract will get done. But I don't have any dirt. I'm not one of those dirt guys, like I said. Now, you just said, like, the guys in the Bruins are taking pay cuts. Do you think Caulfield will end up having to take a pay cut in this contract to stay in Montreal? Or I don't think so. I don't think so. I mean, you know, they're going to find a way to get it done, and where both sides are happy, I'm sure. Um, listen, <clears throat> if if those contracts, like the Gallagher contract, uh, a couple other uh, con the price contract, those contracts – those big ones that kind of hurt this team moving forward. Um, I believe uh, that they're going to find a way uh, to get it done. And if they didn't have those contracts and they weren't up against the cap like they've been, I certainly think that contract would probably be done by now. But they 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 have to be careful with it uh, and the way they structure it and the, the amount of years and money and stuff. But I, I don't think it's going to be a problem. So this one is a very tough, what I would consider a very tough question. And if you were playing in the Bruins versus Habs alumni game, which team are you playing for? Habs, all day, every day.
would you have any consideration to play for the Bruins or it's always the Habs? No, I, I mean, if I was going to play with the alumni, I would play for the, the Habs. You know, I spent mm-hmm. more time here. Uh, I, I was in Boston a, like a year and a half. So, no, mm-hmm. I wouldn't consider it. What would be your all-time best Canadians lineup and your personal favorite players to play with on a Canadians uh, lineup? My all-time lineup? Um, I put Patrick Warren net. Defense, Doug Harvey, Larry Robinson. Up front, Jean Beliveau, Guy Lafleur, and Rocket Richard. There you go. Now, now, if you had to make a lineup with your favorite teammates on the Canadians, who would be on it? Okay, <clears throat> who would be on it? Um, Chelios on D, Larry on D, um, Cabo in, in the middle, um, no, check that, Brian Scridland in the middle, <laughs> and, um, Ooh, this is a toughie. Uh, on the on the left side, I think. Well, I'm gonna go Cabo on the. I'll put him on the wing. Well, it's Screwy on the wing, Cabo in the middle, and then me on the right. That's it. So, which arena was the best to play in, other than the Bell Center or or the Forum when you played, and which one was the worst one to play in? Um, God, when I think, let me think. My favorite rink to play in, honestly, was the Boston Garden. Loved playing in there. I also, believe it or not, liked playing in um, the Colisee in Quebec City, the Nordiques. I, I loved playing in that building. It was a great atmosphere. Uh, always intense game. So those, I'd say Boston, Quebec. Um, and as far as buildings, I didn't like to, Oh, I guess the old, um, building in St. Louis, um, I couldn't stand that place. Uh, not a fun building to play in. Um, let me think, is there another one after that? Mm, yeah, but really that old building in St. Louis was brutal. I even forget I even forget the name of it, but um, yeah, I didn't like where does, that place. Where does the form compare to the Boston uh, Garden? It, it's all time best. I just you know Boston Garden, the form, those two buildings. They they were awesome. They're just awesome old buildings to play in. Form was incredible. If you love your pet like I love my Saint Bernard Adele, you'll want to feed them a balanced, biologically appropriate raw diet. The reason I've chosen Formula Raw is because all blends of their food are locally sourced and they consist of exclusively human-grade meat and organs, as well as fruits and vegetables. And all products used are hormone and antibiotic-free. So like I said, if you love your pet like I love Adele, you choose Formula Raw. Make sure you go to FormulaRaw.com and use the promo code 
raw nucks at checkout to receive 10% off your first order. That's raw nucks. R A W K N U X. So playing in the Charlie Doyle league, I noticed more noticed Moreland players had a bit of equipment from New Jersey and Montreal. Any idea how they got the equipment? I have no idea. I have Charlie Doyle league. I I have no idea. I didn't know there's still a Charlie Doyle league. <laughs> I think the Charlie Doyle league was back when I I didn't know there was still one. And as far as <clears throat> Habs equipment or Jersey equipment, no idea. Someone had to have handed it down to a cousin. Yeah, or I, don't, I don't know. A sibling, you know, snag some gear, and now now they're all rocking it in the league. I don't know the Charlie Doyle league it was kids when I was there. It was like pee we were peewees. So I don't know if there's a new Charlie Doyle league or what, but certainly, yeah, I don't I don't know where they got that equipment. Maybe fell off a truck or something. <laughs> mm-hmm. Who was your favorite roommate on the road? Carboneau in Montreal. In New York, Ron Greshna. And in Boston, Craig Janney. Did you always try to room with the same guys on the road? or did It, it wasn't change up it, every not trip? up to me. It wasn't up to me. It was up to the coach, mm-hmm. wh- whoever uh, made the list. But, yeah, Cabo and I were together the longest. Montreal. And then Gresh was fun in uh, New York. <laughs> we had a few laughs. And Craig Janney, certainly in Boston, was was good roomie. Great roomie. Have you ever gotten your roommate and, like, no, known in the back of your head, like, I'm in for a night tonight? No, I never. Yeah, it wasn't that way, you know. But mm-hmm. uh, they roomed me uh, with Vladimir Rzyska when he first came to Boston, and he couldn't speak any English, and that was kind of, that was kind of funny. He, all he did is want to drink um, juice out of the uh, hotel bar in the room, and watch cartoons, so he could oh, learn English. It? Is so that a bad cartoons. thing, the cartoons? <laughs> I don't know. I just, you know, last time I watched cartoons when I was a kid, you know. So, <laughs> so as a rookie in college, the AHL and the NHL, was there any initiation you experienced, and what, what is your opinion on it? I think you touched um, on this the other day. No, yeah, no initiation. I didn't like it. Um, I didn't believe in it. Uh, and no, uh no one ever initiated me. Uh, it wasn't going to happen. If it did, there would have been a problem. So, smart choice to leave me alone. Yeah, I remember you telling the story the other day. Yeah, I think it was your rookie year, and they tried to do something to you, and you're like, "Nah." It's, oh, they were it's talking about it. One guy was yeah. talking about it in a big way, Steve Shutt, but never happened. Yeah. So the other thing that we were talking about, and by the way. I like what they do today. The rookies have to take everybody out for dinner. And, and you know, that, that even got crazy after a while, right? The amount of money mm-hmm. guys were guys were ordering like $5,000 bottle of wine or something crazy. So they've kind of, I think they've kind of capped it a little bit. Uh, but who knows? I mean, that can be even a little, a little crazy. So I think um, they've, you know, not as... They didn't go as overboard, I think, now as they did at the beginning when that new thing kind of started, all mm-hmm. the rookies. Or there's only one rookie on a team, you know, coming in, but that's that's changed. A lot of times there's more than one rookie, and yeah. they, they share in that cost. So, anyway, 
I think that's a lot better than shaving some kid's head and putting hot stuff all over his balls. <laughs> not not good. Yeah, my buddy plays on. Uh, he plays in Buffalo. <clears throat> Matias Samuelson. Yeah. He was saying his rookie year that there was definitely some some big checks on those on those uh, rookie nights out. He said he yeah. had to drop a lot of dough some nights. For sure. Yep, and the other thing that we wanted to do was the NHLPA did a player poll a couple weeks ago, yep. and they asked the player the players a bunch of questions, and I wanted to see what Knuckles' answers que- answers to these questions were, and see how he lined up with the players in the NHL. All right, so, so we'll start right at the first top. Question right? is if you need to win one game, who is the goalie you want on your team? Now, current players, right? Yes, we're not going players. past. And I'm, also, I, if you threw in some throwback players too, I think that'd be pretty right. cool. I go Andre Vasilevsky, current guys, mm-hmm. and uh, back in my day, Patrick Waugh. So 52.3% of the players that were asked this question said Andre Vasilevsky. And Igor yep. Shosturkin was second with 4.8%. Yep. So the next question is, in a must-win game, which four do you think would be most impactful? Oh, um... Yeah, I got to go with uh, Connor McDavid. Just the speed, the ability to uh, score goals, everything, you know. Uh, yeah, I I go with him. Listen, Sid the Kid, yeah, he's done it already. But uh, I think I'd go with McDavid. And I guess 15. back in my day, back in my day, um, I'd go with Guy Lafleur. 59.3 of the players that were asked this question agree with you, and they said Connor McDavid. And in second place with 11% is Sidney Crosby. And do you, like you said, you want him on a game to you want him on your team to impact the game. Do you, how do you think he's played so far in the playoffs? And do you think that the Oilers have a legitimate chance to get into the Stanley Cup? Yeah, I, I picked the Oilers for that. So yeah, mm-hmm. like I, I picked them to be in the final, but uh, we'll see. Who is the top defenseman in the game? Top D-man right now, uh, God, I love that Makah. You know, um, you know Hedman, when you talk about that all-around big D-man, offense, defense. Uh, but uh, Makah, I think with his speed, um, you know, Eric Carlson had a, a, a year, unbelievable year, there's no question, but I, I, I think I'd take uh, Makah. Yep, players agree with you there too. 63.9% of the players pick Makah. And back in my day, um, I'd have to say, well, fluctuated, but Ray Bork, always right at the top of the list. Next question is, who is the best stick handler? You know, I got to go with uh, uh, Patrick Kane. Yeah, you know, great hands, great vision, all that. And, you know, McDavid right there, but I'll go Patrick Kane. Yep, those were the top two. 46% said Patrick Kane, and then 28% said Connor McDavid. And back in my day, I think I um, got Craig Janney had unbelievable hands and really, you know, not the fastest guy out there, but boy, he had hands, soft hands, and he could, he could dangle. Who is the best passer? Oh, you know... I got to go Kucherov. I'm guy. It's like he can thread the needle. He goes cross seam. Um, 
Yeah, he's he's just got a vision there and the ability to throw saucer passes forehand, backhand. Uh, you know, he he threads the needle like honestly no other. I don't. Uh, I guess Kane you could put in there, but um, I go Kucherov. So this one, they said Leon Dreisaitl was the best passer in the NHL, 25%. Patrick Kane, 13%. And then Kucherov comes in at third, 10.5%. Cool. Yeah, I'm going Kucherov all day, every day. Who is the most complete player in the NHL? I'm uh, I'm going Patrice Bergeron. And I say that because, um, man, just everything. Leadership ability, face-off, man, offense defense plays physical and not that he's a fighter but he if he had to fight um i he he'd be fine you know yeah i could see him uh and i don't know how many fights he's had but if he had to i'm sure um you know some of the other guys on that most complete player list uh he could probably beat all of them so mm-hmm. uh, I'll, I'll go patrick's burger on that you think he's got a lot of pressure this playoffs with the point record this season in the Bruins? Yeah, you know, you got to get in the game first, you know. So mm-hmm. we'll see what happens. And who was the most complete player when you played, do you think? Um, geez, you know, um, complete player. You know, I really got, um, yay. That's a tough one. I'm thinking. Um, I can't think. Maybe guys I play with, um, Bob Ganey, when I think a complete player, but, you know, all around. I mean, Victor Tinkinoff called him the best all-around player in the world uh, uh, one year. But, yeah, I put him right there, Bob. So the players for this one said Bergeron in second place, 18.8% of the votes, and then Cindy Crosby in first place with 30.1% of the votes. All right, cool. Which player do you least enjoy playing against but would like to have on your team? Well, um, I'm going to say Ratko Gudis. How's that? I don't think anybody... In this NH- and I'd be surprised if he's not on that list because this he is, guy he is not is on the list. Absolute misery to play against. So he's not even on the list. I don't know what these NHL players are thinking. Um, Brad Marchand, you know, he's he's. I one, get yeah. that. I get it, but um, you know, uh, Racco Gudis, I'm sure, is like the most miserable guy to play against in the NHL. And what about when you played? Who did you hate going up against, but you wish they were on your team? Well, guys like Lindsman, Dale Hunter. I'd say Dale Hunter, the worst. The worst. And how come? What made Dale Hunter the worst to play yeah, against? Yeah, he was just a prick to play against. He was a prick. He was always doing something, jabbing you. He was tough to play against. He could score. He could hit. He did everything. He He was miserable to play against. Who affects the game the most around the NHL? Um, who affects the game the most around the net? Yeah, around the net. Sorry. Um, um, 
I'm going to say Joe Pavelski, and I'm going to say uh, around the net, like guys who play in tight, Chris Kreider in New York, two of, um, probably two of the better guys in, in around the blue paint. Yeah, and Pavelski's, he got, we had him on the podcast, what, two months ago about? And yeah. if you haven't checked that episode, go check that out. And the next one is, who is the most underrated player? Underrated player in the NHL. I'm going to go with a guy that probably no one even thought of, or I doubt he's on the list. Andre Kuzmenko. He's in Vancouver. It's his first year in the NHL. And he is 44th in scoring this year. He had 74 points, 39 goals, 35 assists. No one's ever heard of this guy. But out of the top 50 players in the NHL, top 50 in scoring, he has the highest shooting percentage at 27.3, which is a great number. The closest guy to him when you talk about shooting percentage is um, Dreisaitl, and he's 21.1. Now, Dreisaitl only had 247 shots. Uh, Kuzmenko only had 143. But that shooting percentage, man, that's unbelievable. 27.3, consistent. Um, You know, Give him the puck, chances are, you, you know, got a very good chance to score. So, underrated, I don't think many people have really heard of him outside of Vancouver. His first year in the NHL, 27-year-old rookie, but um, that's an unbelievable shooting percentage, you know, really good. So, I'm going with him. Um, and, you know, I, I, would, I would say Sebastian Ajo, but, you know, it's because he plays in Carolina. He's not, if he was, I think it was in New York or Montreal or one of those teams, he'd be certainly out there more. But Ajo could be a close second. So we kind of, I kind of talked about the arenas around the NHL earlier <laughs> and which NHL arena has the best ice? Well, that's hard for me to say because I don't. Mm skate but you know i know a lot of guys like the bell center and uh edmonton back when i played had the best ice and i'm sure they're still uh pretty damn good they're right up there yep one and two bell center and then rogers place they're both well, one and two still yeah and that's and that's all the questions for the player pool all right maddie you're you're pretty spot on with a lot of the answers there a couple a couple ones were different but you agreed with most of the players yeah yeah, the, the listen, I mean, you know, I guess the most underrated was could be the shocker of them all, but mm-hmm. you know, looking at what the guy's done, twenty seven point three shooting percentage, unbelievable. And you know, the kid came over from Russia, twenty seven years old, so cool stuff. And who's the most all underrated right. guy when you played? Oh God, Jesus, I can't you know. It's That's it's, a pretty it's a pretty big question. Yeah, there's so many you know, that's 13 years, you know, to really think an underrated guy, uh, you know, maybe a guy like Rob Brown, you know, he, 
He had 50 goals, I think, once in Pittsburgh with Mario, but he was an underrated guy. A lot of guys didn't know not, not know about him, but I think he they just thought him as kind of average player, but uh, he'd always score goals. So good stuff. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening to Raw Knuckles Podcast. Please like, follow, and subscribe.